0: Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. My name is Jack.
1: And my name's Colin. Jack, how are you?
0: Yes, I am. I'm great, mate. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. So we've done a little bit of late night recording just now, which is... Uh, we do it sometimes, um, but we're in the early hours of Friday into Saturday morning. So I'm recording down the stairs on the couch, having some comfy recording time, rather than up in the office, and it's it's quite a nice little novelty. It's good.
0: Yeah, like today, like I noticed for the first time ever, like having a wee chat with Karen... And I said, I think the most boring sentence I've ever said to anybody in my whole entire life. She came from co-op, she had to go and get a few things, and I went like that. See those plastic bags? I'm not sure I'm a fan of them, because co-op have got, like, stretchy plastic bags. And kind of looked inward at myself and thought, I need to up my chat game. So hopefully it doesn't leak into this recording yeah, mate, because nobody nice wants to hear man. fucking stories about plastic bags but apart from that everything's good man.
1: Good, I'm glad to hear it, I'm glad to hear it. I was going to tell you a story about plastic bags but you've just said nobody wants to hear it so I won't tell you. Is it any good? Not really, it's just that I refuse to take them back to the shop so I buy them at the shop every time, carry my stuff home in them and then they go in the bin or become a bin and then we repeat the process.
0: Yeah we're pretty much yeah, uh, pretty much similar, to be honest with you, which is I, I don't
1: I don't want to live a life, Jack, where I have to make sure I've got my bags with me before I go to the shop. I just I just can't do it.
0: You ever mind those big massive bags you'd get that would go in the, the trolley? Like, it was like a yeah, big fucking could, canvas could, bag but, thing and you could just pile your shopping in there and put it in one massive bag. Yeah, like I'm, sure as the, I'm sure Asda
1: i sure as the govern still does that because as the govern you can get the wee gun when you go in. And you walk round and you scan your stuff yourself as you go round, and then you go to the I've got a gun section to, to check out, and you just shoot the screen. It tells you how much you owe, you pay, and you go. It's not like any unpacking bags and doing all that stuff because you've done it as you go round.
0: Right, we well, kind of on that. That sounds pretty futuristic, but
1: yeah, it's, it's for as the government it but it's it's pretty cool. I quite like it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, on with today's episode, calling my man. I found out something a little bit kind of maybe upsetting, to say the least. And yeah, it's, that, it's not to me for success. Yeah, it's that animals have poor memories, but kind of most importantly for me being a dog owner, that includes your dog. This is from some science magazine, so there is a basis in science to, to back this up. The next time that your dog happily greets you, remember this. This was the sentence that killed me. Your pup most likely can't remember the last time they met, which is horrible. There's this investigation about short-term memory and it suggests that animals don't remember specific events much at all. Instead, it kind of makes sense that they store be useful information about what could help them survive. They looked at dolphins, bees, but the most sort of savage one for a lot of people will be your, your dog doesn't particularly remember you and might only have a short-term memory span of 27 seconds.
1: Right, I'm not. I'm not convinced by this. Like, I, I would. So you've got a lovely dog called Charlie, right? Yes. Charlie probably forgets me, right? He doesn't forget you. I just don't. I just don't believe that because he sees you constantly all day long. You're always there. You're a constant. I don't get how he would forget that. I could get that he doesn't remember me or other people like me. But yeah. I think you're. If you own the dog and live with the dog. Yes, yeah, I think he remembers. Remember it's, not
0: like, it's not like the dog forgets who you are, but they they tend to forget an event within two minutes. So if ah, you go okay. out after uh-huh. two minutes, it kind of forgot that you went out. And that's why it's like, what the fuck? It doesn't. That's why if I go out for two minutes and come back in, Charlie's so pleased to see me. If I go out for yeah. five hours, it's the same reaction.
1: And so, say so you took Charlie to the park today and you f- threw a stick for him and he pure loved it. Yes. But by the time you go home and maybe sit down for an hour or so, he can't remember that nice time that you had with him.
0: Yeah, I don't think so, no, not specifically. Because it's not relevant to a survival as a dog. Because wildlife, well, dogs aren't wild, but you know what I mean? Like animals, it's a pretty rough society that they live in where it's just survival, basically, especially in the dog, wild. Yeah. That's all it is. You're either trying to kill something to eat or looking over your shoulder in case there's something coming to get you. Fuck being an animal, basically, I suppose. Yeah. You could call it I don't humans like animals,
1: that. but... I just have this idea in my head of people's dog like lying on the floor beside the fire or something and they're just sitting there dreaming about that time we went a walk and that time we went to the park and all these nice doggy memories they've got. And if it doesn't have those specific memories, that's, that don't really proper made me sad.
0: Yeah, so the was shown like a, a visual stimulus, basically, a red circle or something like that. That would then disappear after... a delay it was then shown another sample say a blue square, the animal was usually was usually, used food as an incentive basically to see and it had to select the original sample it saw. Now compared with animals, humans can do this, it's a total breeze for us because we are, we are smart potatoes and we can sort of up to 48 hours later, days maybe even months later because if you were in the middle of a fucking science experiment you would remember that I'd imagine. This is, I think it's called episodic memory and it basically allows us to Mentally, time travel backwards and forward right. in time where you can figure out if I do that, this will happen basically. Whereas animals can't really do that, that sort of mental ability to use your old noggin to do that. So,
1: so it says like, like dogs forget an event within two minutes, chimpanzees yeah. forget them at around 20 seconds. Uh-huh. They're even worse than rats at remembering things. there's there's obviously stuff that chimpanzees do that lasts longer than 20 seconds so if a chimpanzee was eating a banana right and it starts taking the skin off and stuff like that does it think to itself like halfway through the banana where's this banana came from
0: no I I don't quite memory's a, a tough one I was thinking about doing a full podcast just on the sort of seven different types of memory that we have it might be pretty dull but I was thinking about it it's not quite like that I don't think no it's not like a case of you're halfway through your dinner and then you think, fuck, where did this plate come from? But I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, well,
1: we don't, we don't <laughs> think that because our memory lasts longer than the time it takes to eat dinner. If that chimpanzee can only remember like, the last 20 seconds or forget something after 20 seconds, it, I don't know, it's just weird. I think this. it's basically
0: down to this thing called, like I says episodic memory. Basically, we, we can remember almost anything, however trivial it may be, for long periods, whereas dogs just don't
1: it's a, it's a science that's weird though because there's obviously some science to this and the scientists have proven this in some way and they're doing that test and stuff like that but i just i'm never quite confident on how positive they can be that what they're saying is right and the time periods they're given and stuff like that it is this is just a scientist's opinion i suppose one scientist had done one what would you call it one study but it, it just it's too sad to be true really
0: well let's hope that scientists in the future does a different study and these results are not the same, and then we can all have a great time thinking yeah. that our dog always loves and remembers us and the last time it seen us. But I'm not one hundred percent sure if it's
1: a fucking crank or something, and he's just rubbish. It's scientists. And... Um, well, you've got some stuff about monkeys as well, haven't we?
0: This this isn't new news. Scientists in China basically are, are starting to do some wacky shit with monkeys. And it's
1: always put, China, isn't
0: it? it? Seems to be, man, you need to maybe keep an eye on what's happening, especially when it comes to them putting human genes into monkey brains and experiment, which seems to have made monkeys smarter. Are you into that? Right, okay. Do you want heavy, smart monkeys ripping about?
1: They're, they're pretty smart already. So. I don't know how much smarter you would want them to get because they're already. Well, I don't. I, I get mixed up sometimes with monkeys, apes, and chimps. Yeah, we will just call
0: them all monkeys, right?
1: Aye, just yeah. the monkey family, right? Some of them are already bigger than us. Some of them are already stronger than us. So if they were able to become smarter than us, what's to stop them taking over?
0: Well, that's it. Like there seems to have been a backlash from scientists in the West. It seems like you're trying to play God a little bit, and I'm not really sure if that's something that you should be doing as a scientist. And this Jacqueline Glover, who's a biotech scientist from uh, Colorado, she basically said what you said that uh, you just jumped to fucking planets of the apes. And if you're trying to humanize these animals, you're basically causing harm to them. Where would they live and what would they do? You, you don't want it to create a being that can't have like a meaningful life in any sort of context. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: imagine it being aware that it's fucking in a cage, uh-huh. and being aware that it's bored, being aware that fucking Chinese scientists are poking it all day. Yeah, that's a really good point, Bill Jacqueline, because the smart uh, there's a like if you make them smart enough that they proper understand stuff, then you need to be a hell of a lot nicer to them and stuff. And I don't imagine they will be.
0: Nah, it seems a little bit seems a little bit wacky. Now that's just covered two quite upsetting things, I think. So I tell you what, we'll take a wee break and we'll be back with you in a couple of seconds and we'll look at some nicer animal facts. Right, Colin, we're just going to bar through some animal facts that are a little bit happier and cheerier, I think. And okay. Okay. Then we're going to do... We've got a bit at the end about a seagull and we've also got another bit about animals that have been arrested. I'm looking forward to that, but we'll just battle through some of some of these facts that I found quite interesting that I didn't know until today, basically.
1: Okay, let's do them one at a time then.
0: Next, well, I'll start um, Rats okay, can remember acts of kindness, basically, and sort of then treat the people who are kind or unkind to them accordingly. A new study has said... Again, this was from the same magazine as um, the the dog study. If you're nice to them, they'll be. I suppose they'll be nice back, but they can hold a grudge. I think rats and remember you and go, ah, that guy was a dick."
1: Yeah, but this is also in their own kind as well. They remember acts of kindness by other rats. Yes, so they're good pals, like, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's how kind can a rat beat another rat? Like I don't know. I don't can, know. It's a it can be. Um,
0: what was it? Fucking that Richard Dawkins wrote about. It's not philanthropy, that's that's the wrong word, where animals are kind to other animals for the good of the species, basically. So a rat might share a bit of food, even though it's hungry itself, so it might oh, eat really? okay. half and then give half away because it's been nice. It's really annoying me. That word's going to pop back at some point. It'll come back at some point, about.
1: there is nothing worse than a podcast where somebody's trying to remember something. <laughs> just, just that is yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> um, a shitty idea. In terms of rats, um, there's that that myth that in the city, and in London in particular, you're never more than, what, three metres
0: from a rat? Something like that, yeah.
1: Alberta, Canada, is the largest rat-free populated area in the world. So, apparently there are no rats in Alberta, Canada.
0: Right, okay, so you can't, you, you don't have to worry about being nasty to a rat there and it'll come back and get you basically in Alberta no,
1: there's nothing to fear if, you, if you've if you got a fear of rats Alberta is the place to go
0: yeah I kind of thought that everywhere city wise had rats I wonder if they purposely went out of their way to cull the rats or kill them all or something I'm not really sure how they got rid of them it no, seems a little bit strange
1: and you would think if they did find a way to do that like other cities would have been like phoning up Alberta and saying how did you do that
0: how the fuck did you do that yeah yeah, uh, we modelled okay every single one of them, right? I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can go out there and do that, you know, <laughs> kill sixty yeah, million man. rats or however many that are meant to be in London or Britain itself. We covered the persistence of memory, which is a painting by Salvador Dali, uh, last week or the week before, and there mm-hmm. are trained pigeons that can tell the difference between the paintings of Pablo Picasso and Claude Monet. Two different artists, so I suppose I don't know how great that is. And again, I don't know how they fucking figured that out. Pigeons are pretty smart as well. Horrible little rat bags, but I think pretty smart. Like they've been trained to. They can find like wait, uh, I'm going to misremember this again. I think some of them have been trained to find people floating in the ocean because the pigeons. Can, yeah, if you're up in a helicopter, it's dead hard to see somebody floating in the ocean, even in. Like a, a dinghy or whatever, but their eyesight's mm-hmm. that good that they can pick up, I think it's yellows and oranges. So if you're right. in a, a yellow dinghy and it sort of pecks something, like it pecks it, like because it thinks it's getting a bit of food. If it pecks the orange, but and right, they've got okay. all right squeeze so there, and then they can sort of locate people in the water. I think might have just made it up one of those ones.
1: They are obviously clever because you obviously get like racing pigeons and homing pigeons and stuff like that, so there's a degree of intelligence to them. Do you know, have you ever noticed that a lot of pigeons walk about and they've got one leg? Yes. Do you know why that is?
0: I'd imagine it got trapped somewhere, but I don't know.
1: No, it's not that at all. What is it? The reason is that their their piss, basically, is proper acidic. It's like, it's like acid that they piss and they stand and piss and eventually they basically just push their leg away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> piss their leg away, no way.
1: Yeah, like honestly they they just piss the leg away. Um, that's that's why you see so many of them that have got a bad leg because they've got if they if they pee in a certain way and the pee hits their leg and they do it for long enough for such a long time the leg will just basically disintegrate.
0: See, I thought that pigeons and all birds didn't separate their piss and their poo basically. Like that um, stuff that uh, stuff that can yeah. do is Everything in As a world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well maybe I'm maybe I'm oversimplifying it by saying piss, so
0: yeah. But that,
1: that's piss shit, wh- whatever you want to call yeah. it, is it's whatever they do, it's it's toxic to their legs. Basically get, milks them away.
0: Talking about pee, that kind of leads us on to the next one, I suppose.
1: Yeah, um I'm not sure how you say this word. Capuchin monkeys capuchin is that, monkeys, is that
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. capuchin monkey capuchin monkeys pee on their hands to wash their feet. They may be quicker just peeing on their feet directly.
0: Uh, yeah, That was my thing, yeah, just pissing your feet.
1: Yeah, just pissing your feet and you, know, you, you don't have to rub it in with your hands at that point. It sounds horrible when you're going to, and people are going to hear that and think that's bloody disgusting. I imagine monkey pee like our pee is sterile, so it's not actually that disgusting. And monkeys have got quite a good diet, so their pee is probably quite clear not horrible like some of ours is.
0: Yeah, so they just take a wee whittle in their hands and then give their, their feet a scrub. No rhyme or reason to these facts at the moment. Baby elephants, this is quite a cute one, Uh, they suck their trunks for comfort, like you would (laughs) suck your thumb or a comforter as a child. This is an add-on fact, they're also left or right-trunked, now that might sound weird because they've only got one trunk, they'd rather pick something up like going left or going right, basically. from the right-hand side to the left-hand side, So, and I think think it's in the same proportion as humans, so it's like 10% are left-trunked and 90% are right-trunked.
1: Just, uh, and nobody knows why. Even
0: science can't figure that shit out.
1: <laughs> it's there'll be a reason for it. There must be a reason. Like m- my dad's convinced that I'm left-handed because mom's left-handed, and not because it's like it, it passes down. Cause it doesn't. The fact that she's left-handed as a baby, she would give me everything in my left hand, and that's why he thinks I'm left-handed. Because everybody's got some sort of
0: ambidextry. Speech. You know, you, you. I think you get. True ambidextrousness probably murdered that. About 1% of people are like proper ambidextrous. But everybody's got some sort of use for the other hand. Like, for example, I open bottle lids with my left hand, so I'm not completely right-handed. There's things like yeah. that that you unconsciously do with your other hand. If you were completely one-handed, you wouldn't be able to fucking do it with that hand, basically.
1: Yeah, no, that that is true. That is true. It's, it's a funny old thing. Like, in work today, I had to write using the actual pen, like not an Apple Pencil, like an actual pen, and what a bit horror. of paper,
0: yeah.
1: and it was part of this meeting thing we were doing. I couldn't tell you the last time I wrote on a bit of paper, and with a proper pen, obviously combined with the fact we've just had Christmas and been off and all that, it's extra longer than normal, and it just felt weird, like my hand didn't feel natural, it almost felt as if I was doing it with my right hand.
0: I've got it's... a wee notebook that I keep beside us when recording, just in case there's any sort of wild edit points that I need to put in, there normally isn't, oh, but I, I do, do that all wee digitally. Yeah, you're a, you're yeah. a futuristic man.
1: I try my best. At like, well, that's one of the, one things, the only thing I miss about working from home. I used to love being that wanker sat in the meeting room and work with the iPad and the Apple pencil. So.
0: Right, okay. I've, something, yes. I've, something I've never never really got into. I've never had the uh, Apple Pen. It's maybe If I did have it and it was sitting here, it might be something that I use, but I've got a little bit of paper and a pen and it costs... One pound for both things. You're
1: you're killing trees, man. You're a horrible person. Yeah, fuck the trees.
0: (laughs) No, I don't. I like trees. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of trees, to be fair. also a big fan of tigers. Yeah,
1: tigers are pretty cool.
0: I thought this was pretty well known, but we we had a brief conversation before we recorded, and you didn't seem to know this. They've got striped skin as well. Like, so they're skin stripy.
1: I I didn't know that. And actually, when you told me, I thought you were just saying, like, you know tigers are striped? And I thought that's a fucking shit fact. Everybody knows that. <laughs> that that's um, genuinely
0: the worst fact ever. That's uh,
1: like, yeah, that's like, who's this? Who's this podcast for? Two year olds? If it's like the skin underneath, like the tiger fur, that's striped, and apparently it's as unique as a fingerprint. That that is pretty cool. I like that. A big fan of tigers after watching the Tiger King stuff. Yeah, so Netflix, there's like the, the
0: anti-poachers and th- people like that that are saving the tigers. They can look at a tiger face and know, like, that's Jim. That's Frank. That's Barry. Because they, they all look different. They've all got a stripey pattern. Yeah. So they'll look. Okay. Whereas we just see a tiger and think they'll look pretty much the same.
1: That that must be a thing throughout the whole animal world though, because we were watching, a thing the other night at the New Attenborough thing, and it was showing you all these penguins, literally, like honestly, like 100,000 penguins yeah. sitting in this iceberg. Half of them go away and have the egg, and then the other half come back and they meet up again. But every penguin looks the same. They look identical, but these penguins find each other. And that's the same, I suppose, with every animal. Like, to our eyes, every animal just looks the same as every other animal that's breeding less. There's like a mad difference in size, or they've got a strange marking. But generally speaking, they're all identical, and I can never understand how they find each other. There was, I think, what was the, there was another thing on that program as well, about each of, I think it was pelicans, or flamingos, right. I think. And each there was a hundred thousand flamingos on this place. Each one of the flamingos had a distinct noise it made that yeah, made the other calm. flamingo know it was them. But how can how can there be a hundred thousand different noises?
0: I don't know how they do it, but they do do it. Yeah, they can recognise their family's call. Basically, so flamingos good. are normally white, but it's that f- the krill or whatever, and that's what turns them pink. Because they eat so much of that, that stuff. See this is the a good fight, yeah. Right, okay, Like right. before we go on to that, see the new. I love David Attenborough, I think everybody does. Like, that's not a, a me being a hipster and cool. I'm a little bit disappointed with A Perfect Planet. I feel like I have seen a lot of the stuff before, like, I feel like it's regurgitated. I feel like when I was watching, it, I was like, I feel like I've seen that before. Like, for example, the ants that all join together when it floods, and the. the create okay, I saw a floating island of ants. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen that, and I'm pretty sure it was on an Attenborough thing, and a couple of the other things as well. Just a bit of repetition. Maybe that's been me being overly picky. I don't think it's as groundbreaking as some of the other stuff that he's done before.
1: Apparently, he's um, he's done recordings for when he dies. Right, so, okay. like, people are like very are very wary of at a time where. There Might be new animal documentaries and it's not him doing it. Apparently, he has recorded like most of the words so that they could use him in the future, even when he's dead, talking about stuff he doesn't know about. They could put it all together. Oh, well, like digitally, use him as, like, yeah, digitally put his voice together. So, say they discover
0: a new animal called a
1: Colin Jack, they could he could go, sure, Marvin Gregory Rackenbrook and talk, talk about it.
0: I thought I was we... mad at impressions, man.
1: But I, I can't do. That. The it's Russell Brand on his podcast does his voice, but he just says "squidink" like that. I don't know <laughs> why. Squidink. Is this? That's apparently that's David Downton. That, yeah. That's what he's doing. With his voice. His voice. has got it all recorded apparently. Because like in America, it is her name Ripley from Alien. They used her, and then they used Morgan Freeman instead on one of the series as well. Sigourney Weaver? They didn't think Ameri- Sigourney Weaver. Weaver, yeah. Mm. On the original Penguin thing he did, or Planet Earth, it was her. And then it was Morgan Freeman. And then it was, they used somebody else because they didn't think Americans would like or understand his voice, which is mental.
0: Morgan Freeman's got quite a distinctive good voice for it as well. I think, is David Tennant? I've heard do one recently. David Tennant is good at he, it. He was yeah. quite good at it, yeah. So, got a bit of time for David Tennant mm. because it will be a sad day when David Atbred dies. You know, I was watching him. Jack himself up a tree the other day, 90 years of age, or whatever, and just sitting in my house thinking, What the fuck am I doing with myself? That's a bit <laughs> not that, a I ever, not <laughs> that I ever want to go to the fucking jungle or anything. Um, nah,
1: he got his vaccine this week. I saw that in the news. Oh, good. He's, he's had his. So hopefully he'll hang on for a little bit longer.
0: Anteaters don't have um, teeth.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's a good fact. We don't have any information on why or anything, but. I suppose, like, they've just got a big snout and they just hover up ants, like, they're taking gear, don't they, really? They stick, their, <laughs> they, stick their, <laughs> they stick their snout into ant holes and snuff it right up, so...
0: That was a good impression. You're better at impressions of ant ears than you are of Dave the basically.
1: But, yeah, I do a really good elephant impression, but I can't do it just now.
0: Oh, well, we're just speaking about elephants as well. Never mind. Don't yeah. want to put that, that pressure on, because you can never, never quite perform when that pressure...
1: No, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah, this is quite an interesting one. If there's an aquatic traffic jam, right? Which I'm unsure as to why there would be such a thing, but alligators will give manatees the right of way. Right. I don't know if it's a respect thing or it's a size thing. (laughs) I know. Do you you know how, like you, you let certain people out at at junctions and stuff like that? I always let people out at junctions that got the same kind of car as me, so they can get out because they're cool guys. Um, they, I, I let other people out as well sometimes but I'll always let another person that drives the same make a car as me out because they're, they're part of the cool crew
0: I tend to let most people out if there's a bit of space if it's slow moving but yeah an aquatic traffic jam I don't really know what that is probably because alligators can't eat manatees they're too big so they just think like yeah. you can fuck off maybe it's not quite like waving them round or like flashing the lights just because they can't eat them so they can Move away. Not interested in you, my man. Cats can't taste sugar. I think I knew this, yeah. So, if I try, I've got a cat as well. If I ever try to give my cat, I never have, but if I try to give it a bit of chocolate, it would not be interested, because it can't. Imagine not being able to taste sweet. That'd be really quite upsetting.
1: What's your cat called again? (laughs) Victor. Victor, that's it, yeah.
0: Jack and Victor from... Still game, if you're oh, yeah. Scottish. Okay. What a one. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two pints, brick. Some some cats are allergic to humans.
0: Yeah, I think that's quite. A, i not it's quite a common thing um, for cats to be allergic, but I, I, I have heard that. Yeah, that'd be pretty shitty.
1: Honeybees can get sexually transmitted diseases. Well, like the clap. like
0: again we don't know we've only got sentences in front of us because yeah there's, um, no, there's
1: no research been done here
0: our research is it's pretty low key at times so they can get STDs can they
1: they can apparently so honeybees are my favourite type of bee
0: I like honeybees you yeah, I've got a lot of time for
1: them I call Lisa honeybee sometimes she likes it oh that's nice yeah she might not like it now that she knows that they they can get diseases and stuff like that but I don't know how they would, how they would catch it like having sex Yeah, okay, all right,
0: okay, fair enough. I understand, yeah, I don't... Like, I wonder if they've got different ones, you know. I wouldn't imagine that it was gonorrhea. I don't know, maybe bees get gonorrhea. I don't know, we'll move on. Uh, Talking about accents. (laughs) Yeah. You going to do this one for us, Colin, please?
1: I'll I'll do this one. Caribbean sperm whales have their own regional accent. So a whale in the Caribbean will sound different to, like, a whale somewhere else.
0: From Jamaica, man, like that.
1: <laughs> Jamaican me crazy. I just don't... That's mad, like, whales just go... That's like a whale noise, isn't
0: it? Right, I'm going to try and do a Caribbean sperm whale noise.
1: Yeah.
0: I No?
1: <laughs> no, that was, like, Ali G. That was
0: Ali G. That was Ali G. Uh, I'm getting the Caribbean mixed up with Brixton there. To apologise, guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was Deans. It
0: totally was. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: Move on quickly. This is, a, this is a brilliant one. A baby puffin. It's called
0: a puffling. Yeah, it's a nice... I should have stuck that in with the elephant one. But that's quite a nice... It's quite a nice little thing, yes. A little a little puffling. I think, again, in Norway, you can... They use puffin as a condiment, basically, in some places. So you can like, get grated puffin on your stew or whatever, instead of salt.
1: Grated what? Puffin. I don't know if it's their beak, the beak or whatever. I'm the not sure.
0: I'd imagine it would be their beak, which is horrible to think of. But
1: Weirdly, imagine you're in the restaurant the waiter comes up and saying, I want a puffin.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, I got this from, again, it was years ago. Gerry McClarkson was on a QI or something and he said that he did grated puffin when he was in a a restaurant and Norway or, or something, yeah.
1: You don't have grated any other animal on your food anywhere else. So why a fucking puffin?
0: Don't know. Like these places are can be for as much as they are great at education and happiness and stuff like that. They are. Let's be honest, a little bit strange, and we all sort of know it, but we never really see it because yeah, they're good they're all at mad fish years. Yeah, they're good at the the big things in life, but they will grate birds over their mashed potatoes. This is one that we've spoke about off-pod before and it's just something that I really like. You're ten times more likely to get bitten by a person in New York than you are to get bitten by a shark.
1: Not not just in New York, because we understand there's no sharks in New York, just like worldwide. Yeah, there's,
0: worldwide shark bites. Basically, yeah.
1: There's, yeah, there's ten times more bites by humans in New York than there oh. are in the world by sharks. Who's going about biting each other? Obviously, people are like people that are nuts or off their face in drugs or something. But I think sharks get quite a bad rep overall because apparently sharks don't actually attack all that often.
0: No, but they when don't like they the do, the taste it's of us either. like they think we're manky. They they think that we are like grated puffin or whatever. They're like, no, don't want to eat that. They come horrible. in for a nibble. Just what happens at that, that nibble can bite you in half at times. They tend to bite you and then fuck off because you don't taste good.
1: Yeah, it's just it's so rare that it happens, it becomes huge news and stuff like that. It's not a like, I think Jaws has got a lot to be responsible for in terms of people's thoughts on sharks.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot, you know, with films and shit like that. We're just nothing to be scared of, but here's a scary film, and then everybody's like, oh no, there's sharks coming. You should not be scared of sharks if you're swimming in shark infested waters. Yeah, lemurs basically have fart fights where they will waft their thoughts at each other and that's the end of that Like, <laughs> I suppose it's like, I don't know if it's like that smellier, so fuck off, if it's like can you smell hard if you're a lemur <laughs> 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 I'm pure hard no, it's like if you've got scars and tattoos and shit, it's just if your thoughts are humming you're a pretty, solid lemur I don't know, I don't know
1: <laughs> The African penguin is also commonly referred to as the jackass penguin because it makes donkey-like braying sounds.
0: Yeah, when I first read this, I thought it was known as a jackass penguin because it was a bit of a jackass, like a bit of a dickhead.
1: But it was like Steve-o. Steve-o like the penguin. Big <laughs> oh like staple on its lip to things and stuff like that.
0: I wonder if Did they've the got different noises or, or if they all they? sound like a fucking donkey. Now, although you can't see their ears, penguins do have excellent hearing. So if penguins are ripping about, all they can hear are these fucking jackass sounds, but they've never heard a donkey, so they just think that's Graham that's shouting. Whatever. Yeah. Great.
1: I've been I've been very close to a penguin. We went to the Florida Aquarium one year because Lisa Lisa like fucking loves penguins. Like, see for like Christmas season birthdays and stuff like that. I just tend to go on Amazon and type in penguin penguin yeah, and it brings up ninety percent of the presents. She she's just she's mad on them. And we went into the aquarium and they did, like, a backstage area sort of thing where you could pay extra. And you got to go, like, backstage and see the baby ones and, like, feed them a bottle and all that sort of stuff.
0: That's pretty cool. Like, even at Edinburgh's uh, where you can get pretty yeah. close to them.
1: Yeah, it's they are pretty cool. Like, yeah. edinburgh has got a webcam, which is on 24 hours a day. So, like you can just, like, sometimes just see if you're having a bad day in work. Click on the penguins and see what they're up to. It's a bit like Big Brother, only they don't fight and stuff but you can just watch the penguins in Brazil doing what they do.
0: They don't bitch about other they people. Don't bitch, they don't bitch, they
1: don't, yeah, they don't.
0: They might be they bitching. Just, they don't yeah, 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 go yeah, out in the yeah. garden
1: and sit in wine bottles and stuff like that. They just oh. Oh, fuck, yeah. do, do penguin-like things.
0: Do you know that ducks like to surf? <laughs> they've been observed riding the waves and then swimming back and try riding them again, having a great time. So
1: they're just ducks. riding them like on their own. Like, they do yeah, not get wee, wee mini surfboards or anything.
0: Maybe, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no chance. Perhaps. This is what I I hope you know a little bit more about because I want to understand it. I don't Bald Eagle. <laughs> Fucking hell. Bald Eagle sounds so silly that Hollywood dubs their voices. So when you watch the telly and you see an eagle and it's like I'm an eagle. Right. It's um right. its real voice probably like,
0: I'm an eagle. Durba, it's durba, not durba.
1: These big creatures that are so scary and can do much damage. Sound like idiots, basically.
0: Yeah, well, they're, they're the national bird of America, so you it would be a bit of a downer if your national bird was like, Hey, you guys. Right.
1: Yeah, it's got to be, I'm an eagle,
0: fuck yeah. Yeah, America. <laughs> uh, like Chad or somebody, yeah. Chad yeah. <laughs> talking. Birds um, are immune to the heat of chilli peppers. There we are. Yeah, so you can just eat a ghost pepper and not give a fuck, basically. Well, um, I Don't go ale- out and start feeding birds chili peppers, I don't think they're yeah. good for them but no. they, they can't taste it it would be a, a wasted jalapeno
1: I would imagine like if you started feeding them chili peppers you'd see far more pigeons shiting their legs off <laughs> 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 the <laughs>
0: Pigeons <laughs> would have no legs chili left I just, Look at that pigeon, I yeah. uh, had a curry but last night
1: mm. Grouncing about we, talk, we mentioned alligators earlier I mean the manatees, crocodiles are pretty much alligators they're very, very scary things, right? They're fucking huge. They can kill you pure quickly. They're they're just terrifying. But what's even more terrifying oh. is there was once a type of crocodile that could gallop like a horse let like, it of the water. Yeah, fuck
0: that. Not Run and entr- not interested in ever meeting Mr. Fucking Red Rum, the crocodile man. No, not for I me. I do like
1: I do like crocodiles and alligators. I think they're really cool. We've done a few like. Florida, like, gator boat rides and stuff like that, and seen some quite close, and I just think they're fascinating, because they're, if you look at them, they're, they're not animals, Jack, they they are literally just dinosaurs that are basically still here.
0: they dinosaurs, aye. Um, yeah, can,
1: and they've survived somehow.
0: Obviously, their bite's dead strong, but I think when they open their mouth, like, you can basically, if you got, like, a really thick elastic band, and you were bold mm-hmm. enough to wrap it around its mouth, it can't open, it's got no pressure to open it, so you can keep them right. mouth shut pretty easily, but... If it does get it open, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah,
1: you're fucked. Right, I'm going to let you Um, take take this
0: one away, mate, because this is something that you found, (laughs) and it's animals getting arrested, basically. Again, (laughs) no further details than just the headline sentence here, guys.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's better that way. You can make the story up yourself at that point. So, yeah, we found a bunch of animals that have been arrested or went to jail. In 1924, a Labrador retriever was sentenced to life without parole at Eastern State Penitentiary for killing the governor's cat.
0: <laughs> it's just the fact that without parole, like as if it was at the parole home, you've been a bad boy. Yeah,
1: and not... th- th- That is the only one we found a little bit more detail about, so I'll, I will go into it a little bit further. There is actually a mugshot of this dog with his prison number beside it.
0: Yeah, I'll maybe, um, I'll so... maybe post that on the website, com, <laughs> because he looks he looks a lot like Charlie, because my, my dog's only got one eye. Uh, poor, wee, poor wee chap. Don't really know what happened to him. We adopted him. And the owner said, Look, I don't know, it was born like that. I don't know if I trust her, but here come the headlines.
1: There was a pigeon arrested on suspicion of espionage.
0: <laughs> See, pigeons are smart bastards. We've covered this. Um, <laughs> beaver that was apprehended for a destructive Christmas shopping session. <laughs> <laughs>
1: D- just imagine this is Trevor McDonald. This is the news. <laughs> a filmmouth parrot in India was arrested for repeatedly insulting his owner's stepmother. <laughs>
0: Oh dear, no, I would have thought it would have been better if it was a mother-in-law, like the old mother-in-law jokes.
1: Oh no, it's proper oh. Roy Chubby Brown stuff.
0: Squirrel that was arrested for stalking a German woman. Again, was... I don't want to know any more about that, I just hope it was like, <laughs> sitting there holding its wee nut, saying you're fucking getting it, you're yeah, a German lady.
1: <laughs> Here's a headline which asks many questions. <laughs> the bad monkeys in India that were imprisoned in monkey jail.
0: Monkey jail, yeah. Why were they bad? What did they do? I've got a feeling a lot of, again, maybe I'm going on like Carol Pilkington here, but a lot of these monkeys, I don't know if it's in India, but they're they're thieving bastards, man. They'll come up and they'll steal your bag and steal your crisps or your monster munch, whatever. So, Cat who was detained for helping out with a prison break. I don't see how a cat can willingly help, but I like it.
1: It's, it's a nice story, maybe it's, that's how they're going to bring back um, Michael Schofield and that for the next season of Prison Break with a cat. It's just the adjective uh, in this like,
0: next one to wrap it up mate, yeah, there you go.
1: It's hard to say it without doing the whole in-betweeners thing, the feisty <laughs> <the five laughs> donkey in Mexico that was locked up to settle a score. I just
0: yeah, well, so that was animals that uh, get arrested. See we sort, sort of enjoy what we're I doing, this is short and on. sweet this one, just going to ask you to leave a five star rating if you could please it really helps us so it does.
1: It really does. There's loads of new podcasts out there. Every fucker's bringing podcasts out now. So there's a lot of competition, a lot of people better better well, better known than us, so please do that for us, it really helps. Uh
0: right guys, we'll be back in a couple of seconds where we're gonna tell you about I hope it's a single seagull in Glasgow. Total control. Bing bing bang bang bing 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 bing. Email your memories to hello at wrongtermmemory.com So this was a thread, column I found on, I don't know, Glasgow Stories or Reddit or something. So we're just going to take one each. They're all from different people. Like I says, I hope it's about one single seagull from Glasgow. So Gordon <laughs> starts with a seagull mug me on the corner of Argyle Street next to Central Station outside of Sir John Moore. These are details, if you're not from Glasgow, you don't particularly need to know. You get mugged.
1: Even if you're in Glasgow, you could just stay outside <laughs> the Sir John Muir. Would have been yeah, fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. He panicked and he started screaming like a wee girl. Um, this wee old woman asked if I was okay and needed any help. So that's Gordon, all embarrassed there.
1: Dougie, also, I've been mugged by a seagull in exactly the same spot. Well, just across the road at the Radisson. <laughs> but the seagull stole my subway turkey and ham right out of my mittens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right out of his mittens, class. Erin has chirped up I saw a seagull steal a full chicken off a girl's plate at the Nando's at St Enoch Centre which is just round the corner from where we were talking about so a seagull <laughs> running a mock man <laughs> Campbell, I don't
1: yes. I, I'm not sure about that one I'm not sure about that one because I, I've never known a girl to get a full chicken at Nando's that's a guy thing there's no girls that get a full chicken at uh, Nando's
0: and it would be inside as well would it not can you sit outside they at the Nando's did, nah, they do have
1: they did, well right. before the world fell apart they did have some outdoor seating
0: what's Campbell saying
1: <laughs> Campbell I work round the corner that seagull's fucking notorious <laughs> he's been Chris- <laughs> he's been <laughs> he's been christened Stephen Seagull
0: Stephen Seagull <laughs> and he's fucking notorious man that's brilliant Janet is it just me or has there been an influx of seagulls in the city I periodically get woke by them at 4.30 here in Battlefield Also, they seem to have no bother dive-bombing people in and around Gordon Street. They're flying rats, and we wouldn't stand for a rat influx in the city. I definitely don't remember them being this bad. Nigel, lads.
1: (laughs) They're fucking massive these days. (laughs) (laughs) Juiced up seagulls cutting about like they own the place.
0: (laughs) Uh, Adam, I don't have any anger in my life. My world is one of zen. But fuck those fucking seagull wankers.
1: Gary, I bought your plugs 50 pairs off Amazon for a five many fucking years has Gary got.
0: <laughs> oh, and then Katie sums it up. Uh, I can't find it and Google is letting me down. Anyone have the link to the Facebook post about the seagull that stole the tiny dog? All I'm getting is the actual news reports and they're not really that funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have seen that clip. It's horrendous.
0: Uh, so that, Katie, that's what Katie was after there she found the newspapers reporting on it not to be to her liking. So that's Stephen Seagull from Glasgow, um, round about full of roids, taking over the city. Colin, as always, mate, enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, uh, Me too. Always fun, Jack. Um, looking forward to next week's show already.
0: Right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you on Thursday with a, an episode about Mars and Mars attack. So we'll speak to you then.
1: Bye.